Welcome to Amateur. This is Ellie, your host. I hope you're doing well. So I haven't recorded a podcast since 25th of June this year. So it's probably been around three months, which is absolutely crazy to me because when I started this podcast, which had another name first, I could spend days and days recording like podcast episode after podcast episode and I just needed a break and I remember talking with someone about rebranding and I think that takes so many different ways, styles and forms in your own life like when you're rebranding in life when you're creating a new a new version of yourself and you know that's important that is an important thing to do because if you're always stuck in the same place if you always are the same person then you are eventually gonna end up crying in a corner when you're 30 years old and think to yourself, why am I the same same person? I think it's a good thing to grow and I hope you never stay the same. Um, But yeah, so that's what I wanted to do this podcast about, about never staying the same. So first thing I wanted to notice, which you have probably already noticed now, is that there's so much background noise. And, you know, that could discourage me from recording this because I eventually am not going to know the final result after doing this podcast. But if you always wait in life to know what the final result is going to be before doing things or maybe predicting or being skeptical about what the final result is going to be, you're never going to do things. So this is the first metaphor of the day for you to start again to rebrand yourself to always try new things. So maybe there's something in your life, maybe you've always wanted to try mountain uh, biking or mountain climbing or doing something crazy, maybe writing a book, maybe teaching classes, like anything, anything that comes into your mind. But if you're always thinking of, oh no, like I will probably be a really bad teacher or what if I fall? from the mountain or what if I injure myself or what if if you continue asking yourself what if this goes negatively then not only are you going to have a really high level of anxiety after that but then you're always going to keep yourself from your best life just because you are obsessed about the minimum possibility of something going wrong so you're basically allowing fear to determine your future and what I think is that most of us justify this behind some sense of logic so if i say well logically this is true if you see the statistics like this is gonna happen this is this could happen it might not happen to me it might not happen now but it can happen so why would i risk my life why would i put um these things or my life and my health at the stake for the possibility of something not even working out and of course i do believe in being safe you know have caution with the things that you do, the choices that you make. But there's certain things that it's just more driven by a magnification of fear rather than the actual reality of what you could encounter. And the amount of life that you could get out of that experience of or that new endeavor could be so much greater and could actually make you discover such a new part of yourself, such a new talent that you didn't even know if you actually gave it a go, you know? But so many times we just hide behind logic and statistics. 
I'm talking about that. I love when suddenly I have these random thoughts of, oh yeah, I saw this, this thing or I read this thing or someone said this because then it connects all together. So I watched this movie on Netflix that I actually don't remember the name of, which is funny enough. But, uh, oh, I think it was Love at First Flight or something like that. It's about these two kids, one from America and one from the UK. And they're in this flight and they meet each other at the airport. And they end up being next to each other. And one of them is obsessed with statistics and thinks that everything in life can kind of be calculated and controlled um, with data. And the other one is not really in that position or doesn't <laughs> really think that way and it becomes this whole story about fate but it's so funny because so many times i've heard about fate in a way that it's very like illogical like it feels maybe more elusive or like it's not close to you it's an outer uh, force it's something that you can't really relate to and then it alienates you, basically, the whole concept of fate. But I, what I found really interesting was that they talked about how fate is something that happens without you being able to um, it, pin it down statistically, but then it requires your own choice. That was what literally blew my mind. Because, you know, so many people, like, just divide things in choice or fate, like, one or the other. Like, it's either you, you making your own life or fate creating your own life, you know, or, like, all of those things. Or then if you can, like, if you bring God into the mix, you can be like, oh, it's either God building your life or you building your life. And I think it was so beautiful and so timely just to think about the, that way. Like, it's, it's not just one or the other. Everything requires your own choice. So I think that it's very interesting because we might have so many serendipitous moments in life, moments when suddenly nothing makes sense, but there's like that opportunity for you to do something. And that's when the fear comes in. When you're faced by something that is greater than who you are now, just so much bigger than what you could imagine, but for some reason you are faced by that decision of stepping in that place or not. It's already within your range because if you're already thinking about it, it's in your imagination and it's possible in some way, sort or form. There's different levels of this, of course. There's levels that are more uh, close to home, like it's easier to get there. It's a step that you can take, like maybe someone asks you out on a date or maybe there's someone that you like that you know and then you just need to step out and try to make that happen. Or maybe you just want to write a book and you just need to step out and start that process or... Maybe you just want to start a new hobby or maybe do karate or anything and you just need to step out and do it. But you're at that intersection of being faced by the fear of something greater than who you think you are. But for some reason, there's something pulling you, which you could call fate, you could call um, identity, you could call uh, what God placed inside of your your destiny, you could call it destiny too, something pulling you forwards to who you already know that you are. And I think that's when we, when we ask ourselves, so is this something that I should do? Is this something that is really worth it? Like, will I risk all of this? And I think the whole thing here is that we complicate things and we overcomplicate them because I think we need to realize, first of all, if that thing has come into your life in some way, sort of form, whether that is in your imagination, 
in your sphere of influence, in, in your inbox, in any way, if it has come into your life, then it's already signaling to it having to be part of your life if you want to. If you feel that pull, it's your future self already telling you, hey, this is who you are. That's why you're so intrigued, interested and pulled towards that. And I'm talking about things that are constructive and that are good and that are going to make you become the greater version of yourself. I'm not talking about underground activities or anything like that. Um, you know, you know what I'm talking about. So yes. So I think when we reach that point, it's just our higher self, our future self telling us this is who you are. Um, I know you can do this. That's why this is already in your life. It, it wouldn't be in your life if it wasn't meant for you. And of course, again, anyone can come in and say like, well, there's things that came into my life that weren't meant for me. But I think we can all discern whether something is good or not, whether something pulls you into your higher self or pulls you into a lower version of yourself. And then you can identify what is actually your future self calling you forwards and what is actually your your older self or your lesser self pulling you down and you need to make a decision because we're always going to have these moments in life where we are moving forward where we're in in that intersection of choosing who we want to become and whether that is you're in a situation of rebranding as what i'm talking about uh, becoming a new version of yourself choosing who you want to be making different decisions that create new pathways for you you're always going to have to make that decision and that decision is always going to be either backed by your fear or by your faith in the future and faith in what can become in the possibilities of what things can be and and the belief that you are already that but you know all of this can only happen if we have some sense of hope for the future of hope for ourselves and for our lives And it's very interesting because I want to talk about this hope. Hope is an interesting thing. It's funny because I was watching this show and no shame on me because it's a great show and you can hate on it if you want to, but it's called Virgin River and uh, there's a character called Hope. And basically the, the essence of Hope is that she was this trailblazer, this a hurricane of person that like mobilized the whole city to do what the city had to do and that's how i think about hope without hope nothing happens without hope ideas don't come to life without hope there's no future because hope is the essence of what drives us forward hope is the is the storm that clears the way hope is is that fuel that pushes us to keep on moving forward i think that hope is the the essence and the element that we use to create futures and to create the, everything that comes out in our imagination. So I find it interesting that hope was depicted that way because so many times we just don't even think about names having meaning or about, you know, what we call ourselves. But it was so interesting because the writers of that show decided to call that character hope. And that hope That person called hope literally depicted what hope was. It doesn't mean that it's um, it's peaceful. Like I mean, yeah, it can be peaceful, but I mean, I think there's an essence to hope that it's just this ruthless um, 
pioneering strength, you know? Hope literally breaks into the walls of the present and breaks through, through the future, through and to the future. Hope makes a way. Without hope, you can't get anywhere. Without hope, you, you can't even think of your next breath. But the hope of that keeps you moving forward. And it's a strength. And I find it interesting. And I find it something that we should even think about for our own lives. Like, what are we calling ourselves? And what are we calling into our lives? Uh, you can talk about this in terms of manifesting. You can talk about this in terms of affirmations. Of, about how, However you want to talk about this. But I think there's something essential here. And something key to point out. Is that words matter. And words speak life or speak death. And words are important. And words can change the world, the whole world. So I would just ask yourself, what words are you speaking into your life? What words should you be speaking? And beyond this, to be able to answer this question, what do you want your future to look like? And that will determine the words that you need to speak into your life and the words that you need to hold on to. And the words that you need to call yourself. You might not think you're something, but call yourself that and every day step into that. You know, maybe you think you're not ambitious or maybe you think you're not strong. Maybe you think you're not determined enough. Anything, anything that you, you know you want to be, anything that is linked to who you want to become. And every day make a small choice to be that, to be known by that. Because you become something by what you're known for. Not by what you tell yourself, but you can tell yourself who you want to be known for and create that narrative in your mind and, in, and tell your body that to act that way. So you can tell me, well, that's kind of stupid because, you know, if I'm not that, I'm just not that. Or how is that going to materialize anything? But I think you need to think about it in small fragmented steps. So for instance, maybe I want to be more disciplined. So let me write down like four things to do that I will stay disciplined in for like a month. So maybe the four things are very simple, like take out the trash and maybe write like five things I'm grateful for, read a page of a book and drink water. Or make it even more simple, like eat food, <laughs> you know, just drink water, uh, take your vitamins and get up at a certain time. Or like, I don't know, even just open your curtains. And by ticking that, I mean like, I did this for 30 days. And maybe there are things that you already do, but then you can prove to yourself that you are actually disciplined, that you've stayed disciplined in brushing your teeth, in sleeping at night, in eating and drinking water every single day of your life. So that absolutely reframes the narrative. And I think we tend to self-sabotage by making things more difficult and it's like no you don't have to do that you just need to reframe your mindset and make yourself believe that you're something that you think you're not you know and then you become that become that slowly but if you're already putting yourself at a disadvantage by disqualifying yourself then you're not going anywhere so we start there we start by saying yes you're this you know maybe you this has happened to me in so many areas because i love stepping into spaces where i don't know anything about because it's it's kind of cool you know you're like oh no i don't know anything but i'm just interested i'm curious and maybe that's something that you need to exercise yourself are you curious enough? Like, where is your curiosity at? Um, do you, you know, are you exploring places, spaces 
uh, things that you don't know anything about. Maybe you just need to step out of your comfort zone and maybe that's the first step because if you're going to become the person that you want to become, which is probably, and I hope that's different from who you are now because I hope you grow in the future and you keep on growing, uh, you're going to have to step out of your comfort zone because you're going to have to step out of where you're right now. So maybe that's something, or not maybe, I think that's something that you should take into consideration and make part of your weekly or monthly routine, you know, go somewhere you you usually don't go and maybe go to a dance class if you don't do dance, maybe, um, you know, drink more water, there's so many avenues for this. And the last thing that I thought of is maybe read a new book every month or every week. You know, I try to read a chapter every day of a new book. And, you know, you end up being so interested in the topics of the things that you read of. If you start reading something new, something you wouldn't necessarily read, that it captivates you and it propels some momentum for the next book that you read. So I would just encourage you to stay open curious and just expand your how would you say this expand your um, sphere of knowledge because i think that's always useful so yeah i'm really excited and happy that i got to kick off this new season of this podcast i don't know if it's gonna be a new podcast i have no idea but i'm so happy that you're here and i can't wait for the next episode that's coming very soon have a great rest of your week